Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today's episode, we're talking about how do you effectively communicate in a small group type of situation? So I've had several people reach out this week and asking me questions about, uh, Michelle, I've got this leadership team meeting, or uh, I've got a sales team meeting, and I'm I'm trying to really communicate with them uh, beyond just giving them email updates and things like that. So how in the world can I create uh, an environment where uh, I'm using our time for good and that they feel really good about our time together? So I'm going to share with you three main ideas, give you a couple tips, uh, and, and hopefully that'll help you to be able to design an experience that is well worth your time and effort. Okay, enjoy. Hello and welcome. So today we're talking about how to effectively communicate when you're in a small group situation. So why would we do this? Uh, the, the biggest reason why we would need to effectively communicate in a small group situation could be, honestly, just to have successful meetings. Uh, you know, the personal and even the, the, the professional and personal lives, they have a lot of opportunities for small group meetings. So this goes beyond the one-to-one interaction. So uh, many of the meetings that I've worked with are small group type meetings where maybe you're working on some strategic planning. So strategic planning could be, you know, coming up with a new plan for a product or a program for your business. It could simply mean that you are strategically planning a vacation. Uh, Maybe you're getting together your family of five like we have and you're talking about your vacation, right? could also mean that you are there and you're giving some updates on this is what's going on. Uh, maybe you're you're saying, hey team, you know, these are the metrics that we've been working on. Let's look at our scoreboard and see where we're at and talk about any changes that we might have to have. You could also be doing some problem solving. So maybe something popped up in your team and you're like, hey guys, we gotta, we gotta huddle for a little bit and make sure we're all on the same page with this. Another reason that you might have a small group meeting is for transformation. Uh, You know, maybe you're not just trying to get the work done, but you're really trying to inspire your team to something greater. So you could have any of those purposes or all of those purposes for your meeting. Your small group meeting could take 20 minutes. Uh, I I work with a team right now that they've been uh, really, really working on being an effective team and they have 20 minute huddles every morning by Zoom and they have a very structured process to make that happen. Uh, But they said that when they have these 20 minute huddles, it saves a lot of time throughout the day. Could be, you know, an hour long staff meeting, maybe every week, every other week, every month. Uh, It can take just about any form. Okay, so there's three main ideas I want you to think about when you're working with a small group. So the first thing is keep it simple. The one thing that I find is that when I'm helping consulting with teams uh, in meetings is they, they try to pack way too much stuff in their meeting or they try to Uh, basically solve problems that cannot be solved in their half an hour or 60 minute time frame. Keeping it simple really, really helps. So one of the ideas of keeping it simple is never dump an idea on them without making it as simple as possible. Okay. 
So you have to do a little bit of thinking ahead of time. So for example, if you know you're gonna be solving a problem, you as the, the influencer in this situation needs to think about that problem way more than they do before you come to the meeting so that you can kind of give them this idea in a distilled format. I look at it as, you know, the, the problem might be this big, but you've thought so much about it that when you come to the meeting, it's actually this big. So now you've sifted and sorted through a lot of junk and you don't have to do that at the meeting. Okay. Um, another great thing, once you give them, this is what we're talking about in the distilled fashion. Now you want to stop talking. <laughs> you want them to be giving you some feedback. You want to ask them a lot of questions. You want that give and take interaction. Now, the one thing I will say is, is that if you are making a decision, let's say you're, you're solving a problem based on this meeting and you're making a decision, tell your people up front who will be making the decision. So is this, we're gonna all talk about it, you're gonna give me your ideas and I am going to make a decision? Or we're gonna talk about it, you're gonna give me my, the ideas, I'm going to take it to perhaps our boss and they're gonna make a decision? Or is this, uh, we're gonna all talk about it and we're all gonna vote on it and whichever one wins, that's gonna be the decision. So really try to think about that ahead of time and let your team know, because sometimes we might be having a conversation where we take our thoughts back to somebody else to make the decision, but everybody in the room thinks that we're voting on it. And that becomes a sticky issue. Okay, so be clear and upfront with that. Uh, I love to have a reflection time. So I, I will regularly pause in a small group meeting and say, okay, let's just, let's just you know, think about this for a second. So you wanna create safety within this environment. And one way to do that is by having several different kinds of reflection. So for example, instead of saying, hey, does anybody have an idea about this? Or what are your thoughts about this? Say, you know what, before we move on, I'd like everybody to take out a post-it note and write down what is either the most important point or maybe your, your most important question, um, something that you're thinking about what we just talked about. Write that on your post-it note. And that gives them the time to really think about it from the individual process. Because sometimes when you ask the question, hey, what do you guys think about this? The person with the loudest voice is always gonna be the one to talk but you really wanna hear from everybody. So you do the individual reflection, and then you say, okay, turn to a buddy, and depending on the, the size of your group, it could be twos or threes, and share with that buddy what you just wrote down. There's uh, more safety in that as well. So number one, they already know what they're gonna talk about because they just wrote it down, right? So there's no hemming and hawing like, oh, you know, what am I gonna share? Uh, and it's, it's a small group, so those folks who are a little bit more shy, it, it, there's some safety there. And then the next thing that I usually do is I take those post-it notes and I say, go put them over here on the chart paper, and uh, you know, then, then later on I've got a record of everybody's thoughts. And that way, if somebody's thoughts don't come out loud into the group, I still have a record of that. Then I'll say, okay, in the, in the larger group, you know, what, what, what were some of the things that you guys talked about? And usually those ideas will come to the forefront. So ultimately what you'll have is in a 15 or 20 minute period, you've got an individual reflection, a small group reflection, a large group reflection. That's 15 to 20 minutes of, of the whole group thinking about what you just shared. 
and they're sharing it back with you. It's a magical time, okay? And then before you leave the meeting, you wanna do um, a learn, do, and share, okay? So basically what that is, is what did you learn today in this meeting? Okay, so another post-it note you could have, what did you learn? Um, what are you going to do because of what we just learned? So what's your action step from today? And what are you going to share with someone else? So I love the sharing part because it's really asking them to pass what you just learned on to someone else. Especially if you're doing a leadership team meeting, you wanna know that this was a, a valuable time. So what did you learn today? And it could be anything. So you could just say, I learned that my partner, um, you know, I learned that my partner really likes uh, mint gum or something like that. You know, let it be as simple or as complex as possible. And what are you gonna do because of, of what we just did here today? So what's your action step? And then what are you gonna share with someone else? So because of what you just learned here today, what are you gonna share with your team when you leave here? So now you've taken it from, I'm going to share some information to you, you know, just giving you that information to, now we're going to interact about that information and you're gonna take it and you're gonna go share with somebody else. Powerful process, okay, but keep it simple. Now, the second thing about working in small groups is that you want to inspire them. So again, it's not just about giving updates. If you're having a weekly staff meeting and all you're doing is giving updates, just send it in an email, okay? Send it in an email and then restructure your, your meetings to either not having meetings or inspiring them when they come in. So you wanna really be focusing on what's your vision, your mission, your values, and how is the work that you're doing flowing into those? So how are you as a team better because of the work that you're doing? How are you serving your clients better because of the work you're doing? So I like to include examples. There's usually three examples that I, I include. Uh, so obviously you wanna have examples of something that you've done where you've succeeded. So either somebody on the team tried something new and this is what, what came of it, or maybe the accounting team over here, it's, it's tax season and they got all their stuff in on time. You know, they did something and they succeeded. Okay, so you're inspiring the team. Or the second thing is uh, a place where you have failed and succeeded. So perhaps somebody tried something new and it didn't really work out, but maybe you learned something from that and you tried something new off of that and you found a really cool new idea of how to, how to serve your people. So where was there a failure but a success that followed it? And then I also like to include examples of where are you currently failing? So maybe somewhere along the line, your team is missing the mark. And you could share that as an example and say, what could we do together to make this a success? Okay, so really in essence, you're saying, wow, you guys are awesome. Look at what, what great work you've done. And then, wow, you know, sometimes we don't get it the first time, but when we stick with it, we do. And then the third is, hey, we're not doing so good here, but we could, so what could we do from there? So that's an inspiring way to use examples. Um, stories and examples that really relate to them, not you. So anytime that you can use a story or example that includes a person that's not you on your team is good. 
uh, be careful about vulnerability. We want to have vulnerability. We absolutely do. I think that's a powerful thing. We just have to make sure that whatever stories we're sharing are going to add value to the people that we're sharing them with. So for example, if I'm going to tell you a story about, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with this one thing, um, you know, me as the leader, I'm, I'm really, um, I'm having a hard time, right? How does that example of me being vulnerable, how does that help my team? Okay, so I'm a big fan of sharing examples that are vulnerable if I know it's going to help somebody else. I have no problem sharing and being vulnerable, but I'm always very careful about, I don't wanna just tell my stuff just because, because you don't need to just listen to me for that. I wanna make sure it's gonna add value to you. And then the last thing about inspiring is really help them to understand that you are gonna celebrate their success and credit their accomplishments, okay? So again, using those stories and examples of, wow, this is awesome, you did a great job, but you're gonna always give them credit. So when, when something good happens, you're not gonna take the credit for, for yourself as the leader, you're gonna shout it out to the, to the world, look how awesome my people are, okay? So you can use a small group situation for that. Do you see how that might have a different feel to it in a meeting than everybody come in, let's just give our updates, you know, what problems are we dealing with today? Yeah, it's got a different energy to it, doesn't it? And that's when you're using these small group meetings as the engine that really drives the work that you're doing, okay? Otherwise, it's just a uh, bunch of updates that could go on an email. Okay, the third thing you need to know about effectively communicating in small groups is that you wanna know the people in the room, okay? This requires a little bit of work on your part outside of these meetings. So what drives these people professionally and personally? So what are the goals that they're working on? So for example, if you know that you have a, a staff member who is working on some goals, but they're really struggling, then perhaps when you're telling a story, you could say, hey, can I, can I share with the group you know, about what's going on? And if they say sure, then you can share the example and then you can throw it out to the room and say, anybody have any thoughts or ideas for so-and-so on you know, what, what they could do in this situation? So now you're using it not as a, you're not doing your job, but as a, hey guys, we want this person to succeed, so what can we do together? Okay, so you've got to know what that person's working on. You've got to know that they're, you know, succeeding or failing. And you've also got to know, are they open to being kind of put in the hot seat like that? Uh, what, what drives them personally? Uh, I've, I've been in situations before where I'm working with a team and there's somebody who is a very young employee, but they already know uh, they, they want to be in a leadership position. And so we're, we're trying to work with them, incorporating them into uh, maybe leading the small group a little bit. It's not necessarily a, a part of their job description, but that's a goal of theirs, okay? And then what skills or beliefs or talents do they possess that can add to what you're doing, right? Again, that, that young leader. Really the essence of what you're trying to do is as that leader of this small group, you're trying to understand how can I help you, okay? So it's not about how can you help me, it's how can I help you. So when you come to this meeting and you share the thing, this is what we're looking at today, 
everything else in that meeting is all about how can you kind of gather the data or information that you need to know in order to help them to be successful in their role, not how can they help me be successful in my role, okay? So with that in mind, with our, you know, keep it simple, make sure you inspire them, know your people, there's a couple activities that I would like to suggest. So if you're getting ready to go into a small group type meeting, and it could be on Zoom or it could be in person, uh, it could be on the phone for that matter. One of the things that is really helpful, especially with folks who don't have practice in keeping things simple, uh, one of the things coming from the education system, I know that educators rock uh, and they have this knack for taking simple things and making them complex. And we wanna take complex things and make them very simple. So if you've never had to do that before and you think, oh my gosh, I've gotta share all of this information, here's what I'd like you to do. Before you go into your small group meeting, get a piece of notebook paper, write down all of your thoughts that you wanna share, okay? That's step one. Step two is to get a post-it note about this size and now write down all the things that you need to share. But the kicker is you have to be able to read it on here, okay? So that means you can't just write minutely. You've gotta be able to read it and understand it. So it takes the idea from being a big sheet of paper down to a smaller sheet of paper. That's step two. Now step three is taking it down to a smaller sheet of paper, okay? So that you're doing it again. You can still read it, and you do this again until you have a smaller sheet of paper and even a smaller sheet of paper. Now, when it comes down to the meeting, you get to decide which one of those that, that you're gonna use. However, I've gotten to the point where I know the ideas that I wanna share with you and most of the time when I'm doing, let's say a 20 or 30 minute podcast or teaching video or um, sharing something in a live meeting, most of the time I use a, a post-it note like this. But sometimes I'll go down to a smaller one. And what that does is it trains your brain to say, we've gotta keep it simple. We've gotta keep it simple. We've gotta keep it simple. Because what most people do in these small group situations is they kind of hog all the time, right? And they share all the things about all the things that they think that their people need. And they never get to that, that second part of the interaction and the feedback, which is really, really important. So if you can go through this process and make things more simple, I think you're gonna have a better interaction time after that. Second thing, uh, you might wanna practice this learn, do, and share method. So what did you learn? What are you gonna do? And what are you gonna share with someone else because of this? Okay, it's very simple, but it's very profound. And then before you start any meeting, you wanna spend a little bit of time and think about them. Think about the people that are going to be attending this meeting. What do they need to know? What inspires them? What issues are they struggling with? Write down what you know about them so that it keeps it forefront in your mind so that when you are creating your agenda and um, you know thinking about the, the interaction process, that can inform you. 
great example. There was one team I was working with and just the nature of their business and, and who they are. They were all entrepreneurs working together. And when it came to the interaction piece, I knew them enough to know that the interaction had to be a very um, physical, kinesthetic kind of interaction. And so their interaction was very different than, say, the group of engineers that I worked with, where I knew they needed to go through the individual reflection, the small group, you know, one-to-one -one sharing, and then share in the larger group. So knowing your people and spending a little bit of time before your meeting thinking about that is really going to help you be more successful, okay? So keep it simple, inspire them, know your people, and you will be just fine. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.